0: it's what you call the boredom okay
1: that one was weird it's
0: gonna be the feel
1: everything movie of the summer disney and pixar's inside out 2 rated pg parental guidance suggested only in theaters june 14 get tickets now
0: hey there nathan and brendan hey there everybody And what were they
2: thinking land this is jared the kaiju man Wigglin from the sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast with your pick i picked a sound of thunder I remember seeing this movie right after I got out of high school. I researched it in the early days of the internet. I still pretty much only knew that it was based on a Ray Bradbury story that I liked, and that it had dinosaurs. So win-win, right? Oh boy, does this movie stink! Now I'm not one to hate on bad special effects But this seems worse than a TV sci-fi movie at times And so does the acting I felt super bad about dragging my friends of the day to this one
0: So I sure hope that you guys enjoy it You know when I pick up a movie, That's when I'm on the pressure now The question always comes back like to me
2: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi,
3: everyone. Hi.
2: (laughs) Yes. Everybody's like, wait, who is that third person? Well, it's uh,
3: stealing London. (laughs) You mean Robin Paris. Oh, right. Sorry. You
1: know. (laughs) Yes. Almost the same thing. Almost. Boosting Berlin. uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. uh, Welcome to another episode of What Were They Thinking? I am Brendan.
3: And I am Nathan.
2: And our very special guest returning uh after we did that interview uh some months ago uh Robin Paris, uh who you may remember from The Room as a big fan of chocolate. And That's right. also also right now, currently uh the Room Actors Where Are They Now uh series web series, sorry. And uh, I guess right away, before we get into this movie that we are going to talk about, let us know all the updates on the web series. I understand you're doing a new uh, Kickstarter to get some more episodes up.
1: Yes, yes. Thank you guys so much for having me again. I really appreciate it. So fun talking to you guys. Um, But yeah, yes. So I am going to be I've already shot a Kickstarter video. I've got it in the can and edited. Just working on finishing up the campaign. I'm going to be launching that pretty soon, probably in the next few weeks to try to raise the money or to raise the money. There is no try. There's only do Um, to raise the money to film the remaining six episodes of the 10 episode series. Um, so I'm very excited about that and excited about bringing those episodes to life. I've had them written for a while now and they live in my brain and I'm very excited for them to exist in the world. Um, so that's what been, what I've been working on, but also working on some other projects as well. I've got a new series that I'm developing called Trolls and it's about, it's about internet trolls. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so kind of got a few things going.
3: Excellent. And it's not about the, uh, that those terrible movies. Troll and Troll Two.
1: No, although yes, that would be another fun one. Have you guys done episodes of your podcast on those movies?
3: Actually, we we steer clear of Troll Two because it's kind of been done to death.
1: Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have
2: a uh, confession. I've actually never watched that movie the whole way through.
3: It's it's a rough watch, that's for sure. I haven't either.
2: <laughs> but. Luckily, we're not talking about Troll 2 today, nope. folks. We're talking about uh, 2003's A Sound of Thunder. More like A Sound of Blunder, am I right? Huh?
3: Uh,
2: uh, uh, uh. He's got the jokes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Still <laughs>
3: considerably easier to watch than Muck.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Robin... <laughs> It's just you were very lucky you weren't on last week's episode because that movie was near unwatchable. It and it was oh, really? the, the,
3: the episode itself was filled with nothing but curse words and hatred. Yeah, oh,
2: it was it yeah, was rough. That's
1: bad. <sighs> that is <really> bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one was yeah. There were uh, you know you, you picked the right person for to have me on to talk to you know watch this movie because I love Ray Bradbury. He's one of my mm-hmm. favorite authors i love sci-fi and i love time travel and so like i'm probably going to be one of the like this movie's bad but i'm going to be probably one of the kindest people you could have talk about it because i like it hit all my major points of things i like so even though it was bad i was like i'm kind of enjoying this
2: <laughs> well and i will say right off the top it is a bad movie no doubt like you said but it's it's watchable like, it's it's nothing like yeah. last week. It, it, you could totally watch it and make fun of it, and you are not you don't feel like you're just drained at the end of it. It's also not super long.
3: Yes, that is yeah. definitely a, a plus.
2: Um, yeah. So, like Robin said, it was based on a Ray Bradbury short story. Also, <clears throat> originally, before we get into this, originally uh, the director of this movie was set to be Rennie Harlan. Oh, and, my. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the lead actor, before it was uh, Hollywood leading man Edward Burns, it was supposed to be Pierce Brosnan. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was 2003. I mean, he was... Uh, he was. I, I mean, the Bond movies had already happened, so he was pretty uh, pretty much at the height of his popularity, I would say. Uh, however, when Rennie Harlan was fired, because apparently Ray Bradbury... Now, I don't know if this is true. Ray Bradbury is not still alive, is he? He passed he in knows. 2012. Okay, so he was alive at the time. Okay, because yes. I wrote down that apparently Ray Bradbury hated Rennie Harlan. <laughs> and <laughs> basically made it, made no bones about it. And so Rennie Harlan was fired from the project, meaning Pierce Brosnan left and then was replaced by uh, Edward Burns. Um, Now... <laughs> Here's a big thing that w- it really hurt the movie so if you if both of you if neither of you know just based on watching this movie what would you say like the budget for this movie would be
1: lower than it should have been <laughs>
3: forty 40 million
2: um, okay maybe
1: let's see yeah I guess I would say around there I'll go with 60 okay
2: the budget for this movie. Was $80 million.
1: What? Oh my gosh. (laughs) What? The the green screen, everything. I mean, oh my gosh. There's so many things that were wrong with it that just needed more money. (laughs) Money.
2: Uh, Its worldwide gross, box office gross, was $11 million. (sighs) Mm. So this. Here's the thing that really hurt the movie. So this was made by a company called Franchise Pictures, Shane which... Douglas's production company. <laughs> there you go. Got it. Wrestling in. reference in <laughs> uh, Franchise Pictures, which is no longer around, and it actually went bankrupt in the middle of post production for this movie. Oh. So the remaining backers basically they had almost almost all eighty million dollars of this movie was for the special effects. So out of the eighty million dollars, they were left with thirty million. So to suddenly go from eighty to thirty in the middle of editing a movie <laughs> it's gonna give you some problems. Oh. Yeah. My, my... I had thought that this was a direct so to video
3: release. Honestly, I had never heard of this movie um, until I saw it on a shelf at Blockbuster in like two thousand five. So I thought it was like it was a directed DVD thing.
2: Yeah, it, it it certainly has that look. Absolutely. My yes. so my favorite thing before we get into the meat of the movie, my favorite thing I read on the Wikipedia article. Uh, this is under like uh, the criticism section. This, this sentence just says: common criticisms against the film included its poor special effects, uninvolved performances, scientific errors, and Ben Kingsley's hair. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> we gotta talk about that hair. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but I mean, how does this thing start off? In the year 2055, takes place. <laughs> there was a new technology that could change the world or destroy it. Charles Hatton used it to make money. That's that's I how know. this movie
1: starts. <laughs> that line, "used it to make money," I was just like, "Oh no, what are we in for?" <laughs> just I, that, script, that 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 line of just bad (laughs) it doesn't really
2: give you a sense of what's coming up like what technology like you're not really spelling it out for us there
1: i know and it it didn't say like used it for personal profit or i don't know there could have been a better way to say used it to make money just sounds very rudimentary like you're catering to like a kindergarten audience and the
3: thing is like (laughs) the way they handle it the that text crawl or that that you know Explanation doesn't need to be there because all you have to do, opening scene, 2055, and then we f- figure out that, hey, time travel's a thing. And all they needed was Ben Kingsley to have a one-off line. It's a good thing. I have the patent on this technology. Right. Boom. Done.
2: Boom.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then the movie explained, you, you get it by watching the movie. You know? <laughs> It's like every if every movie began that way, with, like, just... Like, basically, total explanation of the entire plot. <laughs> like,
2: this is a story of a man. Evening. He is about to marry a woman. She is going to cheat on him with his best friend.
1: <laughs> right.
2: This and is the room.
1: And let's begin the movie, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, you people are stupid to get it.
2: <laughs> that's right. It is very kindergarten. It is very, like, okay, so the man... The man wants to make money. <laughs>
1: uh, oh, I get it now. Thank goodness they had that explanation at the beginning. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we open right and also like we open right away in the prehistoric age with like people in, in like scientific like suits. So oh my obviously God. We're like, obviously we're not uh, obviously we're dealing with time travel. Like it's Costumes
3: all- and weapons by Party City. That's all I have to say. <laughs>
2: The movie also has like a very weird filter I found like the whole time. Mm. Like it just looks like almost like grainy uh but not not intentionally like it's like they messed up with the wrong filter on or something. <laughs> or you know, they lost 50 million dollars during pro- post production.
1: <laughs> Didn't the director also shoot it? I saw that in the credits that he was the DP also. Oh, in no. addition to being the director. Oh. Yeah, it's setting in the credit. I mean, like anytime you have a movie at that level where the director is also the DP, I don't know, that's a bad sign. Yep.
2: Yeah, that's that's a rare thing too, isn't? Is it not? Do get some great like uh, camera shaking effects though.
3: Ah, uh, the, the uh. Star Trek uh,
2: motif. <laughs> yes, right off the bat because uh, they're so they're they're in the prehistoric age, and we learn that this is a. Uh, a Charles Hatton. This is his enterprise called Time Safari, where <laughs> they go back in time and hunt and kill a dinosaur that is about to die anyway. Apparently, mm-hmm. so that they don't mess with the space time uh, t- space time continuum, which uh, is, I think is still kind of troubling. But
3: <laughs> it's actually yeah. it's, it's, it's troubling the fact that they kill the same dinosaur over and over again. Yeah, because wouldn't they just keep running into their old versions of themselves?
2: Yeah. So much so that was that my biggest qualm. <laughs> so much so that later oh, in the movie, point. that's what happens. Yeah. He runs into, like, all of them. You yeah. would you would see, like, a hundred of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a really good point. Um, also, you know, not to... I mean, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, so go ahead. I was just to say not to spoil anything, because I won't, but, like, the, the change that they do make that changes everything... You know, that changes the future. It's a, it's just so stupid that that would be the thing that would somehow completely change the evolution of humanity and everything else. And especially, oh, yeah.
3: Like, yeah, especially considering that they're saying that. that the whole place is going to become a wasteland because of the volcano that's erupting.
2: <laughs> oh, and don't that's worry true. about spoiling. That, we're gonna we're gonna spoil the hell out of this thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that
1: um, butterfly would die basically. That's
2: right. <laughs> a literal butterfly effect.
1: I wrote down a yes. weird...
2: <laughs> I wrote down a weird line here at the beginning of the movie. So, at the beginning of the movie, there's, like, a, a father, like, a rich father and his daughter, and, like, I think a couple other people are with them. hmm And he's, like, he's nervous about the whole thing, and then someone says, Dad doesn't like cameras unless there's a trench coat over his face. I'm,
3: I guess he's constantly in legal
2: troubles i guess i i i didn't i didn't like put that together at the time i was like what are they trying to say with that
1: (laughs) that is weird i didn't pay attention to that either because i was you know it's the beginning of the movie and i was like i guess they'll explain that later but yeah now (laughs) that you mention it (laughs) that's
2: I guess they'll it explain no that sense. later. Should be the name of this movie. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> it'll become so, clear clear at the end.
2: <laughs> the um, so the dinosaur makes its first appearance, oh and I think the God. nicest, the nicest, kindest way I can describe this special effect is unfinished.
3: I actually had it noted here as it looks like a dinosaur from the game Dino Crisis, which is a <laughs> PlayStation One video game. It's pretty bad. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Uh,
2: yeah. They shoot it with lasers. <laughs> I actually I have a question. They they establish here that uh, no one else can shoot their gun unless Ed Burns, who's our leading man, leading man Edward Burns, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. unless Ed Burns shoots it first. Is are is he are he and his crew the only one with actual working guns, and the guests are just led to believe that they have working guns?
1: Uh, I, I thought they actually had working guns, but I don't know for sure. I, I
2: think well,
3: they I think they do, or at the very least, they have the ability to make it look like they do. Because when they get back to 2055, he tells the 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 millionaire dude, "Hey, check the the video disc. I think you're the one who landed the kill shot."
2: I thought he just said that to to sweet uh, to like talk him up. Well, it's a possibility. Me too.
1: Didn't he (laughs) wink at somebody when he said that or something? I feel like somebody winked at somebody or shot somebody a look, a knowing look.
2: Yeah, I think he just wanted to get with the guy's daughter. (laughs) 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 Because that happens later. She just shows up in his apartment naked.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was confused. I thought I didn't know he was that. The woman was that the older man's daughter. I thought she was his young girlfriend or something. Yeah, I. I don't know.
3: But guys, who can I mean, resist the uh, a smoldering, unhinged sexuality that is Ed Burns?
1: <laughs> That's right. And I'm sure it always works for a woman just to appear naked. I mean, I don't know. I've never tried that that approach, but um, I'm sure you know I've, that crossed my mind. It's like, huh, do women actually do that? Because they do it in movies, but I've never heard of a woman in real life doing that. And so, I would like to talk to some women out there who have tried it.
2: <laughs> All right, just get at Robin on Twitter. <laughs>
1: like, like, is that, do people do that for real? Because okay, interesting. <laughs> so you have seen a lot of movies. So it's, I just never heard of it actually happening.
2: I I think that is very much a, just a movie trope. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I think I guess my question is: so they're they're killing. Their thing is, that when they go in the Times Safari... By the way, this is always just to hunt dinosaurs. Like, this is the only reason people go back in time. Um, how do they know... That the dinosaur's gonna die anyway? Like, did they, like, use a spyglass into the past? Like, how do they know that that's... Like, when they first started doing it, how do they know it's like, oh, it's gonna be this dinosaur. This dinosaur's gonna die. Like, there's no history books about, like, that dinosaur that died in the mud.
3: Or, well, the... Tar because I think it's supposed to be a, yeah. like the like La Brea Tar Pits type situation.
2: Yeah, even though the guy's like, we could be in downtown Philly for all I know. Yeah,
1: which is a really stupid comment. Right.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, the downtown
1: Philly obviously looks nothing like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> in sixty-five million BC, it yeah. was downtown Philly.
3: But I think yeah. it's. I don't know it. I don't know if they have the, the ability to track, you know, <laughs> seismic activity before, or maybe they've gone back and scouted areas before they started taking people back into time and finding out, okay, when a volcano is going to erupt and make this place a wasteland. Then they're like, okay, this is when we, if we show up five minutes before this place becomes a wasteland, we're good to go.
1: That's what yeah. I thought they'd and I thought that would be a good movie. I just want to see them scouting all these locations. <clears throat> You know that would be more exciting, but uh...
2: <laughs> like a film shoot. <laughs> well, don't and, and don't
3: forget. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've got this super intelligent computer that's helping them. And Brendan, what what was the the name of this super intelligent computer? Tammy. So, and there's a T Rex in this movie.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, so we've got Tammy and the T Rex. Oh my God, <laughs> Robin! If you want to watch a good <laughs> a great movie, Tammy and the T Rex.
1: <laughs> oh. I just the name says it all
2: on YouTube <laughs> I, in full. <laughs>
1: me and the T Rex. Wow. Okay, I will have to check that out. Paul Later. Walker and <laughs> Denise
2: Richards. Yeah. Paul Walker's brain gets put into an animatronic T Rex. Oh, oh my
1: goodness! <laughs> is it a is it a is it an actual movie or is it just like no? A
2: fun, it's a full-on movie. It's a
1: full movie.
2: Yeah,
1: it's Whoa. A real cool movie. Whoa.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Edward Burns has, like, a little, like, relationship with that computer, too, that I thought was odd. Yeah. <laughs> they, they have a very, like, sarcastic rapport. Yeah. She's
1: Which like, I'm going to fran- get the laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, translates to his relationship with the actual woman, right? Who, who yes. has yeah. the same voice. Yeah, that was weird, too,
2: because I thought at first that she, like, there's a woman later we meet that is the voice of Tammy, but then also created it. Yes. And I yeah. thought she was just the voice at first. And I was like, why is she somehow a scientist? <laughs> why does this voice actor care? <laughs> yeah. It's like if Susan Bennett showed up and was like trying to discover why Siri worked well. Yeah, <laughs> <Like,
1: laughs> <laughs> uh, it's strange. She's talking to herself. It's like, really, she's talking to herself because she does the voice and she's the inventor. And then she's like, She's a little bit of, wears every possible hat. You know, like she did everything for it and had nobody helping her. Just a little weird. Yeah, and apparently
3: got zero credit uh, uh, from the company because she makes allusion to that fact that she helped develop all this technology and they didn't give her word one as far as credit goes.
2: Yeah, and she signed an NDA for some reason. Yeah, Yeah,
1: she just doesn't get paperwork. She doesn't understand it, she She can't read it. she really needs
2: a secretary or something like
1: <laughs> that's right
2: so when they come back from the prehistoric age and have shot the dinosaur and killed it um we meet ben kingsley and his hair <laughs> <laughs> and how about that hair cash and a check my goodness sir ben kingsley with white hair like the whitest hair in the world and he's got like a weird like it's almost like a pompadour at the top cory graves hair yeah (laughs) he's got the goatee thing too like it's so strange
1: Uh, oh yeah there he is i'm pulling up a picture to remind myself yeah ben kingsley in this movie yeah i mean he's so he's such a good actor you know they had some and Catherine mccormick's pretty good i mean they had some good actors in this oh for sure you know i was shocked to see him in it
2: (laughs) well i mean Ben, ben kingsley's a great actor he has a lot of questionable things on his resume though Is that the Uwe Boll movie? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wasn't he also in some movie about, like, switching bodies or something? Yes. With, like, uh, Ryan Reynolds?
3: Yeah. Which is not the worst thing he's done, uh, for sure. The movie's actually kind of enjoyable. Um, And the the science is a little less questionable than this one. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just
1: say yes to literally everything. You know, you... (laughs) He gets asked, and he's like, "Yes." Before even looking at the script, I just I'm looking <laughs> script right now it's just packed with things you've never heard of. I just love to work. <laughs>
2: his uh, his assistant has a language barrier, so every time they just answer the phone with "Yes, he'll do it." <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, I'm gonna call him. To be in the room. Actors, where are they now? <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
2: Hey, there you go. Um. Uh Ben. Uh, so Ben Kingsley. Yeah, so Ben Kingsley in this movie. I mean, he was also in like. Uh, he's been in some great movies too, like *House of Sand and Fog*. Gandhi. Uh, Gandhi, sexy beast. Oh, yeah. Like he's been, he's been in some good movies. Just sometimes, you know, some people don't make uh, the best decisions. Hey, you know what?
3: Like, sometimes you want to make a quality product. Sometimes you just want to
2: add a room to your house. That's right. So. <laughs> True. Uh, so this girl that voices uh, Tammy. And is the one who created it is also somewhat of an animal rights slash time travel protester Mm -hmm. because she comes in and sprays them all. I thought at first it was like when when a PETA uh, representative throws like fake blood on people, but I think it was just wine.
3: No, I think that was supposed to be like
2: carbonated blood. Oh, I thought it was just like red wine.
1: Oh, I, was, I just said that was so weird. I mean, I forgot about that until you mentioned it. I'm like, yeah, that just, that was, what is, because they never really, they mentioned it right after that, that all animals are, a lot of animals are basically extinct. Yeah. And as of humans, but then they never really address that again.
2: Yeah. And they say, um, I caught the, the amount of years it's been, they said it's been 38 years, which would place it at 2017.
3: <laughs> <laughs> as far as I know, we're still going strong with the deer and the raccoons in my neighborhood.
1: <laughs> Didn't they have like a single line explanation for it and I can't remember what the explanation was. It was like the event.
2: It was a virus, I
3: think. I don't know, it was
1: like
2: Yeah, just some unnamed virus.
3: And the thing is like he's he's clearly he's doing this to um so he can get DNA samples to start cloning animals and hopefully bring them back. Mhm.
2: But we get zero of that after this. Yeah. Like he's making very little progress.
1: Also, like how can he bring him back? Because if they they brought that one butterfly back and look what happened, it changed everything. <laughs> so I
3: don't think it was so much they brought the butterfly back it was because the guy stepped on the butterfly and killed it.
2: Um, well I think they also but yeah, but it, oh. I think they also can't really bring anything back though. Like I think that's that would that changes stuff too. But that
3: the, the reason why is because like I don't think that was because it would change things. Is that they they could bring back some disease that hasn't been around since prehistoric time.
2: Well, also remember they mentioned like the biofilter. Yes, the thing yeah. that's supposed to stop living things from coming through, from coming back, uh, coming uh, to the future. So I think you're not supposed to touch anything. Don't take anything, and like don't step off the path. Don't step off the path. Oh, this don't, movie. <laughs>
1: don't bring anything. Well, if they brought something back, I guess they could clone it and then, but they'd have to return it. They could, they have to return it alive to the same time period to not, because right. if they brought something back, that's the same as killing it. Cause it wouldn't exist anymore in its time period. Right. Yep. You know What I mean, they'd have to, but, but I don't know how you clone something and take, I guess you could take a DNA. I don't know. Getting into this. Well, he,
3: <laughs> he was taking like, he said it was like, they were doing like a, DNA scans they weren't actually taking DNA but they were almost like they were taking like air samples or something like that
2: yeah I thought he was reading I thought he was like doing readings of the DNA they find and like taking pictures or something and then yeah. like copying it yeah
1: oh yeah okay. it's
3: not it's it is don't feel bad it is not clearly explained at all <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean this movie is flawless and it's science yeah. sound. sound. <laughs>
1: The sound is the science is. Other than that, the science gets completely logical.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Including the future cars and green screen. Okay, so yeah, even the scenes where they're just walking outside, uh, like Robin said earlier, it is just green screen. Yep. Yes. It, cars it's going right. by in the background. Yeah.
1: It is so bad. It looks almost as bad as the room green screen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're on the rooftop the whole
3: time. There's one point in the uh, where they're walking down the street, uh, and it's green screen, and you can see the different stores that are that they're passing by, and there's like a grocer and a bookstore and stuff like that. But then when they cut to a different angle, it's just a nondescript like business skyscraper. <laughs> so <laughs> I couldn't even yeah. get their green screen continuity down pat i wonder
1: I mean, if they even,
2: filmed it at the same place that tommy filmed his
1: maybe
0: <laughs> maybe
1: yeah place, some small room at a studio in hollywood probably <laughs> <laughs> even the people were green screened in the background in that it was they didn't even have like extras it was I actually,
3: weird i actually have a note is this sky captain because it went seriously
2: <laughs> <laughs> everything is cgi yeah at least sky captain the effects looked good i guess
1: Um, I I felt bad for the actors I was like how did they end up in this you know because yeah the the special effects were just they they needed way more money to do do those well I mean there are tons of other problems with the script and everything else but special effects to me really stood out as being the absolute worst part of it
2: (laughs) well I think if they had actually been able to keep the 80 million maybe the effects could have looked better might have been able to brush it up a bit yeah, I, I have a I have an overall question though. So, th- we're in 2055, right? Yep. Okay. Why does everyone dress like the 1950s? Yes, especially those two business guys. Yeah, they have like they have like bowler hats on, like,
3: <laughs> and they're talking like being manly men, uh, Chief.
2: Yeah, like, do we just revert back a hundred years in 2055?
3: I mean, I suppose stuff does come around. Think about it. It's
2: just a phase. Uh, Maybe the they're phase just, one.
3: yeah,
2: 2055 hipsters. <laughs> I remember the good old days. You weren't alive. <laughs> also, I don't know if you Monster guys... If, hip. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but when Edward Burns is talking to... uh uh jenny i think her name is Uh, also i don't understand their relationship but when he's talking to her his adr is really bad (laughs) he sounds like when he's talking it sounds like he's talking in an empty room
1: they had a lot of weird exchange all these weird looks that never really meant anything i wasn't sure if they were supposed
2: to be like romantic or if he was like a father figure or like i didn't understand what was going on there
3: they did have a brief exchange where I don't know she's getting changed into her oh, science God. gear and she's like and she's like it's like whatever you saw blah 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 and he's like yeah when you were 8 so it's like yeah are you, are you guys like i hope he was about 8 or 10 at the time otherwise that's gross <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah cuz he says like she's he's worried about seeing her naked uh, she's and she's like you saw me skinny dip and that's when he's like yeah when you were 8 <laughs> what
1: i know are they are they are they like his like, uncle it, what is going on oh, yeah. he also says are they I told your... sweethearts
2: like... <laughs> well he also tells her i told your mom ma- i promised your mom i'd protect you so again how much older is he than her like how old is she supposed to be like 17 like she doesn't she <laughs> looks older than that
1: she looks like 25 and how old is he in this like 40 or something at Burns would have been
2: so, real age. He would have been like in his early thirties.
3: Mm. So iffy. yeah, it's to say weird. the least. Okay. Strange. Let's
1: move That's on. That's weird. Yeah. Maybe it's his cousin. <laughs> there are a lot of things like that in this movie.
2: Um, Robin, I will say though, uh, in this scene, like we talked about the girl showing up naked at his house. Um, I think it is a real missed opportunity if uh, if Tommy Mister Wiseau had directed this movie and started it, said Edward Burns, we would have had three sex scenes right here.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. First five minutes. And I know. Clearly- I'm sorry we missed that. On that, that's what women do. We we show up naked. We have sex in the first five minutes. Lives. The no, first five minutes of of um any movie I'm sure the Tommy Wiseau approach and I mean have you seen the neighbors, his other show? Um I'm the not. women come in, they're in like tube tops basically and short shorts and that's just how we are. That's how the, our entire gender that's what we do. Anyway, Obviously, so yeah.
3: <laughs> it's still more tastefully treated than the women in muck. So
1: it's true. <laughs> oh my goodness. I can't wait to see
3: I recommend avoiding it like the plague.
2: Okay. <laughs> careful nathan it might have the opposite effect because i know when people tell me to avoid bad movies i'm like Ooh. <laughs>
1: Um it, so it, yeah oh, go ahead. There's, a, there's a certain watchability of certain bad movies like like this movie for example i found it watchable a sound yes. of thunder yep. i mean i thought it was entertaining and like there were moments where i i felt i was on the edge of my seat like what's going to happen and like you had guys had said, you know, it was really bad. So I went into it thinking it was going to be really bad. So then when it had a few flickers of good moments, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. It's not so bad. Or <laughs> I, I guess I just love this. I did like the sci-fi concept of like a time traveling, uh, um, a, a company that, that did time travel, uh, seemed super fun, um. Um, So I kind of like – and I like like Ray Bradbury's ideas. So as I was watching it, I was like, oh, I could see how this would work as a short story. Oh, I could see how Ray Bradbury's idea was really good here. But like (laughs) execution just didn't play well.
2: Yeah, there's definitely a clear separation between idea and execution in this movie. There's a there's also a doorman here. I felt really bad for Edward Burns doorman because at one point he's like, "Hey, you know, I got nothing to complain about, but and if I did complain, who would listen?" And Burns is like, "Yep, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not one person uh, talk." Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> this is where the plot really starts to kick in because we met and we meet uh, Middleton and oh god, what was that other guy's name? X or something? No, it's like. Uh, Eccles. Eccles. Because there's, I said yeah, Jensen? Eccles. J- Jensen Eccles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a prequel to Supernatural. <laughs> it would be a so, sequel
3: then, wouldn't it? Because it's 2055.
2: Uh, uh, yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> so so they, they go, uh, so Middleton and Eccles are these two gentlemen right out of the 1950s who, uh, decide to take this time safari, uh, trip. Which, by the way, apparently there's a six-year waiting list.
3: Yeah, and they paid extra to headbutt in front of everybody.
2: Right, and they are basically told. Uh, basically, one of the guys is really nervous. Eccles is super nervous. Middleton is more into this whole deal, and they make some. They, they say something like, uh, "You know, you gotta have big balls. You gotta have big balls." And then when Eccles uh, signs the contract, finally, Middleton says, "They're so big, I can hear them clanging." they're big brass balls. <laughs> I I missed the brass thing, and I was like, "Why would they be clanging?"
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like. There's a read here, a line that, or, or when Ben Kingsley is supposed to laugh, and he goes, <laughs> <Yeah>. "Huh." <laughs> I was like, "That was what was that?" Killed <laughs> me. Oh, and um, I, the the rifles. What were the rifles called? This delighted me so much.
2: House rifles. I wrote that down. <laughs> That's a big, uh, big, uh, you should, you should explain to Robin why that makes you so, why that made you so excited.
3: Because I am a gigantic Gamera fan and Gamera is like Godzilla, but you know, he's a turtle instead of a lizard. And one of his, uh, more formidable enemies are giant pterodactyl type bat birds named Gauss. Okay. So if you want to do yourself a favor, watch every Gamera <laughs> movie except, uh, Gamera Super Monster. It's terrible. Every other Gamera movie, it's just better than the last.
1: Okay. Okay. I will have Robin, to. Robin,
2: you have a lot of movies to watch after
3: this. I
1: do. I have a list
2: now. But, but most importantly, Gamera.
1: Gamera. And Tammy okay. and the T-Rex. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, Tammy. Okay. You'll have to tell me in order of importance, too, later okay. after.
2: Gamera. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you the, the order you should watch them in so that it all makes sense. Okay.
1: <laughs> I can't wait.
2: <laughs> it's much like the the Marvel universe, where you have to watch it all in a certain a certain order,
1: or you couldn't possibly follow. Right. <laughs> That's right.
2: I also find it uh, ridiculously implausible that nobody checked
3: every single rifle before they went.
2: Oh yeah, so yeah, because that was there was so a great. leak. Right, somebody like knocked into the one of the rifles, and all the like laser stuff starts leaking.
3: Well, no, it was the hydrogen. Uh, one of the derpsy doodle interns he crashed a rack uh, of like liquid hydrogen it was in those containers and one of them popped open and it seeped on leaked out and onto one of the gauss rifles and uh it shorted out the the firing mechanism so that's why when they went in with um uh Eccles and the other guy that uh ed burns's rifle wouldn't fire because
2: it was it was shorting out Oh, it's it's one of those like movie things where like how do we how do we uh, set set it up? Well, we'll just have some guy bang into it, I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's that simple, and somehow that ruins it. and They never, you're like you said, they never double check to make sure the guns are okay.
3: Yeah, yeah a they just... multi-million dollar company, and nobody does the Q, any Q and A or QA rather.
1: <laughs> That's right.
2: Yeah. Q and A. Yeah. No, you had to right. <laughs> <laughs> that was very. Uh, weird. So, we go back and, by the way, I want to see, a, I want a whole other movie about who has to set up that champagne tower every time someone comes back from the past. Because <laughs> that thing, that that thing would take a while. Like, they're back in the past for five minutes. You're telling me someone sets that up in five minutes?
3: <laughs> Maybe they have somebody set it up and they just, they roll it out.
2: <laughs> like a... In advance,
3: yeah, like they set it up beforehand, and they just gingerly roll it out so they know they because they know they're going to be coming back
2: <laughs> okay. it's just a, it's just a show tower, with not actual champagne in it, and this is where we get
3: like first of all, we have uh, the, the this week on sliders because the wormhole opens up just like the one from sliders and and then then we find out that they're shooting the
2: same dinosaur. Yeah, and this is, again, the problem with wouldn't you just see everyone else there?
3: Yeah, I was expecting to go to a different era, a different prehistoric era, and shoot a different dinosaur, not use the same footage and shoot the
2: same dinosaur. (laughs) Wouldn't that make it more interesting, too, Like to have different things happen?
1: Yeah. I, that's what I thought was going to happen. That's why I thought it was cool at the beginning. like, Oh, cool! We'll get to di-, because when he says in his speech, "You just were with Christopher Columbus, and you were," and he has all these different major moments in the history of the world that these people were standing alongside. And I'm like, wait! But all they did was kill a dinosaur. What is he talking about? They didn't do anything. You know? And so when he said that, I thought, oh, well, they'll they'll, they'll take you to other events in the history the world. Like, the discovery of America and all that stuff, and that never happened.
2: One of the ones that stood out for me, too, was he said, you were with Neil Armstrong on the moon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can you could just take the time travel device to the moon? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that won't mess up history yeah. or anything. <sighs> ne- Not Neil at Armstrong, all. Neil, Armstrong's <laughs> uh, Neil Armstrong saying, oh, it's one small step. What the hell is that? <laughs> what?
1: Be concealed on the moon. There's places to hide where where they won't see you. Right? <laughs> That's right. Actually,
3: that that actual premise makes for another interesting Ray Bradbury type story in and of itself.
1: Where the first <laughs> words
3: spoken on the moon, where this is a one small step for man, what the hell is that? <laughs> that would change history. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Are there men on the moon? Are there monsters on the moon?
2: War on the yeah. moon. <laughs> blow up the moon <laughs> <laughs> yeah so what happens this time they go back in time and the gun doesn't fire there's a big kerfuffle
3: yeah I'm trying to get that uh, word back mm-hmm. into the lexicon of everyday life
2: kerfuffle <laughs> it's, a <good> <laughs> it's a good word i like, I like it. it kerfuffle see robin <laughs> approves
1: it's fun to say kerfuffle
2: yeah, yeah. Kerfuffle.
3: fun i also anyway.
1: like
2: i also like discombobulated mm. oh
1: that's too, yeah. We'll
3: try to work that in later. They were then. all
1: just populated after the, the kerfuffle. Yes! Oh, they, yes! Wow.
2: There you there go. go. <laughs> Shit. Breaking it down. That's <laughs> okay, so, right. Yeah. We're not totally
3: clear. We
1: around like chickens with pet cut off, which is a southern <laughs> phrase we can throw in there. There you go.
3: It's not, we're never, it's not totally clear right away exactly what happens, but we know something has because um, mm-hmm. they. First of all, the Eccles guy, he's super nervous, and he almost shoots a butterfly, and with that then the <laughs> safety doesn't go because Edward Burns hasn't shot his gun. There's the kerfuffle, uh, and then as they're walking back to go through the time portal, you see that there is a, a, a footprint, uh, like a moisture on the bridge or something. someone has obviously stepped off the path because there was something wet on someone's boot, but you don't know what it is.
2: I... I have a question too. Does do either of you know what that device was that she that that uh, Jenny had that she kept using uh, whenever they would leave? It's a recorder. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, that's I, how they I make up the video discs. It. Yeah, well, that looked I, like I, Christmas I had... ornaments for some reason.
1: <laughs> do I, I had no either. idea what it was? <laughs> Neither had no idea.
2: It's like what well, just get your briefcase and go. <laughs>
1: Grab the briefcase. Yeah, what are you doing?
2: Uh so they yeah, they so they are back and uh because of this there is suddenly a heat wave throughout the city. <laughs> a time outage. A time right. Oh god. So we have these things called time waves.
1: Ha 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 yeah, that doesn't does ama- I mean, first I thought, well, wait a second. If that changed the course of history, then everyone who is existing would not recall a different past. Exactly. I mean, they would not recall the original past. Right. They would only call the different past.
2: Yeah. Nobody would be freaking out. They'd be like, oh, this is normal.
3: Again, this movie, uh, I'm mean, sorry, the butterfly effect treats that sort of time changing thing better mm-hmm. than other movies that we've watched.
2: I mean I like <clears throat> even like <laughs> the lake house. There you go, add that to your list. Just kidding. Um, no, even like uh even like back to the future, when he goes into the future after he's messed with the past It's instant. Right. Everyone's just like, oh yeah, this is common knowledge that Biff is president or whatever, Biff Donald Trump, whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> <it>. Same person. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's so weird. It's that's like
1: they are the same person.
2: They they pretty much are the same person. Same kind of hair. Yeah,
3: same uh, kind yeah. of attitude
2: towards women. <laughs> yep. I mean, this, yeah. Yeah. Wow, I love that.
1: Yeah. That's yeah.
2: true. But yeah, this is not how this is. This is not the time waves thing. Is so weird. It's not how time travel works at all.
3: And they start covering this stuff. You see it on the news where they're saying that. Uh, It's the temperatures have gone up, trees have gotten bigger, and uh, fish have started beaching themselves like they're suicidal fish. They say suicidal. They do. And I have a note, that is the name of my next band.
2: (laughs) Also, like, uh, they really drive home in case you don't understand that them messing with time caused this. The doorman is literally, might as well have literally said, the weather is different. Something different. Hmm. Was it time travel?
3: <laughs> yeah, it's not <laughs> subtle.
1: And the, 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 the spider, I don't know if we've gotten to that part, but then all of a sudden those spiders just randomly appear in her apartment out of the blue. Like, no, there's no spiders anywhere else. And just, But they just overtake some random person who's knocking at her door.
3: <laughs> yes. She opens.
1: The door, Catherine Hartwick character, and this person's covered in spiders.
3: Yes, that comes actually just... And then just, suddenly they're
1: all in her apartment.
3: Because, yeah, they go... they go First they go back to... Um, Trying to fix it. The time safari. And uh, you know, it's, it's, Ben Kingsley has that fantastic suit. I mean, but we... <laughs> and he's melting off to the guy who can apparently shut the whole thing down because he's got that, that, that kind of, you know, pull. Uh, they find out that, for some reason, when they went back in time, the super accurate computer sent them back five minutes late.
2: But the computer is like, mm-hmm. I didn't.
3: Right. And then he goes, he's like, I, I should go visit that lady who threw the carbonated blood on us. <laughs> <laughs> right. She's got a nice place, too, man. That, that converted church, I'm guessing, is pretty dope. And then we get plague after plague after plague because this is when that poor, unfortunate soul gets overtaken by spiders.
2: Uh. <laughs> well, why are people, like, trying to... So when he goes... so Okay, so he's already gone back and tried to fix it. Remember, they go back and try to fix it once. Yes. And they arrive, and the dinosaur's already dead, and the volcano's erupting. So they get out of there quick. But why, when he goes to... Um... Oh, what the hell's her name? I know it's Catherine Hardwick, uh but what's her... Uh, t- not Tammy. Uh, her name is, like, Dr. Rand or something. I'll just call her Tammy. Why would he go to Tammy's house? Why are there people outside the door, like, trying to get in, like, frantically?
3: Because they're blaming her, I guess,
2: for some reason. But, like, she doesn't even work for the company. You're right, she doesn't. It makes no sense. <laughs> well, who didn't get that part at all? But Edward Burns is very clever, because he disguises himself as a fertilizer salesman.
3: Sonia, her name is Sonia, Sonia Rand Okay Yeah, so you're right, Dr. Rand And
2: he doesn't change his voice at all Even though she knows she's met him already
3: Well, they both have real issues remembering voices Because it was only that when he got in there He was like, I knew I recognized that voice from somewhere
2: (laughs) Yeah, the computer you've been talking to for years
3: Yeah (laughs) Okay So, uh, so they, they, they've yeah. got to get away from all these spiders and stuff, and they um they fall out of the cliché tree and hit every branch on the way down.
1: Then <laughs> they, they jump out of her window, which was weird, because they don't know for sure there's a tree under there. Like, the tree just sort of grew when the last wave came through, a time wave came through.
4: Yeah. yeah they, they
1: literally, like, leap out the apartment window for, without looking down, like. I mean, I mean that's stupid. Like so what there's some spiders, but like now you're gonna leap out of like a high rise apartment?
2: They are essentially know. ready to die at that point because Um Yeah,
1: they don't know there's a tree there. <laughs> that's right. Anyway.
2: <laughs> my question is my question is, uh with all these plants, is this when the movie The Happening starts? Oh my god. <laughs> oh have you seen that one, Robin?
3: No. Marky Mark is a science teacher. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, okay, I'll have to add it to my list. There
2: you go. It's going to be like a scroll by the time this is done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Completely.
2: But yeah, so we so she War basically get a lot of exposition at this point. She uh Sonia warns him that the, the all the changes in time will come in ripples and it's just going to, you know, evolve into weird creatures and all this stuff and it, it's it's just it's so weird (laughs) so such a strange way to tell this move to tell this uh story
1: yeah and i just kept bumping on all of it changing because of this one butterfly i mean i guess we figured that out later but like
3: what yeah (laughs) and there's so much stuff to unpack with that whole implausibility but this is when they try to go back and meet the original party and tell them not to do anything, and then instead of sending oh, yeah. him back sixty five million sends the, the, the Tammy sends him back to like, a western movie west. It's like, okay, one day she was off by five minutes, the next day she's off by fifty million years.
2: <laughs> yeah, he almost yeah. gets stampeded by a bunch of like Native Americans on yeah. horseback, and then a time wave is like going through their time. So he runs back, and another time, and that time wave comes through that time as well. I nearly lost
3: an eye rolling them so hard during this part of the movie.
2: <laughs> knocks out all the power. <laughs> Isn't this also the point, uh, or it's just before this, where the government official uh, basically shuts them down for a while? Yes. Mm-hmm. His name is Clay.
4: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... Yeah, he shuts them down for a while and then lets them go and try that one last uh attempt to salvage everything and then of course it doesn't work and we're back and we got another time wave.
1: That's right. Does this one introduce the like the 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 monkey Oh, paint, the baboonosaur.
2: Dinosaur? I love the baboonosaur. The yeah. Well, we first we get first we get uh Sonia g- giving us that uh, display of how time waves work. <laughs>
1: With the laser okay, pointer. Yes. With the circles. Uh-huh. Yeah, Consentual.
2: She says like, we only bend it. You have to jump into the middle of it and then we're going to slingshot you to the right time so you can fix everything. <sighs> right. Science. Yeah,
3: science.
1: <laughs> and every time they ask for something, she's like, I'm not sure if I can do that. Well, you know, like, well, you better try your best. And she's like, I'll see what I can do. Oh, and then within, like, five minutes, she solved it.
3: <laughs> she's like the Scotty of this movie. I can't do oh, no. Captain. Scotty, you have to try. Oh, I've got it!
2: <laughs> it's... she. for a scientist, she's not really sure of anything. No. Right. <laughs> that's why I thought, that's why for most of the movie, I thought, oh, it's just the girl who does the voice. <laughs> and now,
3: the baboonosaurs. I really need to talk about the baboonosaurs, because I like to say
2: before we get to the baboonosaur. The baboonosaur? I do want to I do want to talk about the uh the thi- there's a moment here in this movie. So they're they're basically they I think at this point they leave and they grab their guns because they figure out that uh what I think why they leave? They leave because they need to find another power source, right? Yes,
3: it's at the university.
2: Right. Um oh yeah, so they do run into the baboonasaurus first. So carry on. Okay. Well, uh, first of all, the baboonosaurs, They're they're a mix
3: between baboons and a dinosaur mm-hmm. that's not mm-hmm. how evolution works
2: <laughs> sure? baboons are
3: mammals dinosaurs are reptiles mm-hmm. secondly this whole thing with the uh, there was a world-ending meteor event that wiped out the dinosaurs in all prehistoric life so chances are anything that they would have hurt or wrecked 65 million years ago as fun as it is the idea that it would affect us now i don't see how much it would affect us
2: well nathan i agree with you except for the uh for the fact that uh someone stepped on a butterfly so i mean that's gonna change everything
3: and that's what caused baboonosaurs Mm
2: -hmm. right because the butterfly actually uh because the the butterfly was gonna warn everyone of the comet and
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. The butterfly was carrying DNA that it was going to pass on Ugh. to its offspring, which would be the, the offspring that would eventually warn the yeah of the coming comet. And here, like,
3: and and, get, and here's the other thing: the the butterfly that it was in question here was in an area that was about to be enveloped by streams upon streams <laughs> of lava. Mm -hmm. Any flower that it would have laid eggs on would have died in streams and streams of lava.
2: So you're Mm -hmm. saying this movie has flaws? (sighs) Just a few.
3: But it does have baboonosaurs, so that's okay.
2: So I I did want to mention... Oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: I'm just saying it made me feel bad about maybe stepping on a cockroach or something. (laughs) You know, it's like that cockroach could like... I'm changing
2: the future. <laughs> you time travel back to yesterday and step on the cockroach. You get back to today, and like suddenly we're under like a monarchy rule. And
3: yeah, hey Brendan, we are we're in Canada.
2: Oh yeah, I guess technically <laughs> go and save the queen. <laughs> but so here's the one thing I noticed. So they're 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 going through the, this. Uh, I guess it's abandoned now. Uh, the zoo, mm-hmm. and because they're trying to make their way to to uh, the university. However. There's, like, a CGI, like, chameleon thing that crosses their path, and I feel like they added in the wrong creature by mistake, because <laughs> one character actually says, and he's not saying it sarcastically, he says, oh, that thing is huge. <laughs> like, it's, a, like, a regular-sized chameleon. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I never, I rewound it, because, like, wait, wait, was it a baboonasaur again? No, no, it's just a tiny lizard okay well, one of the
3: we find out about the baboonosaurs is that apparently their skin is so hard it's impenetrable to bullets and they say that the the part just above their or just below their chest or no sorry just above their chest around their neck is their only vulnerable spot you know what their eyes looked rather softish <laughs> just gonna put that out there
2: yeah and i also like how when they shoot them at the their weak spot it's just it just looks like a little gash
3: and they fall over and die Immediately, yeah.
1: I mean, and all they're descended from dinosaurs, and the dinosaurs are—they do kill the T-Rex with those same laser guns
3: mm-hmm. in yeah. the
1: past, right? Aren't they the same guns? Yeah. But somehow, yeah, the skin has now evolved, so it's right. impenetrable. But,
3: right. <laughs> if Gamora has taught me anything, nothing is invulnerable to the Gauss laser. I'm just <laughs> gonna say that.
2: So the baboonosaurs have a, a harder skin than the T-Rex is what this movie is called. Yeah, even us. though
3: they've somehow crossbred with reptiles and evolved. From, like, they're mammals. I mean... That's
2: it's right. Not how evolution works. Well, I'm just going to say, if it was because a baboon got it on with a dinosaur, I'm kind of <laughs> glad we didn't get that scene. Oh my god! <laughs> Sound of thunder, rated R! <laughs> oh, Robin, Tommy could have shot that scene too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He would have been great at it. <laughs> but, you know, he would have been. The, the scene that cracked me up was when the the, the, the baboon asaurus kill their first person, who is mm-hmm. one of their uh, the entourage going through the woods with Ed Burns, and he go, he launches into basically a monologue. The guy, yes. he's, he's uh, what's his name, Pain, I think his character. Yeah. He's a monologue. And it's like, would you like another serving? Red. I don't know. He's like talking to like he's a kid again or something, or he's talking to his son. It's just this weird, protracted like monologue, and that to me was like, yeah, that's a Tommy moment. Tommy could Tommy would film that and he'd milk it even further. <laughs>
2: um, you hear something funny about that? The guy who plays that role is the same person who played Martin Luther King in Selma.
1: Wow, he's a good actor. I mean, he but is. it was like. Guy trying to make that believable, like, you know, it was kind of like the room. Like, really, we have to say this and make this believable. Yeah, love is a symbol of love. You know, how do you say that?
2: <laughs> In a way. I think you said it as best as you possibly could have.
1: <laughs> Thank we,
3: you. I appreciate it. Can we talk about the sentient plants?
2: Oh, the one that... Well, it like uh I almost called Martin Luther King. <laughs> pain gets pain, uh... pain gets he... the pain yeah he does he almost gets I thought he was just going to get killed by the plant because the plant like poisons him yes
1: oh yeah The yeah that's right that's why he's weakened and he can't keep going
2: he's delirious yeah. yeah from the poison also did you think that when he was like sacrificing himself that he had some sort of device that would like blow him up and like kill some of the baboonosaurs? I thought that's what they were going for there
3: yeah un- unfortunately that's not what happened no, he just gets eaten off screen. Yeah.
1: And then Ed Burns stands and watches the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He gave them
2: time to get away and he just stands there.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like he's standing there watching that. It. It's just like, dude, he di- he died for you guys. Like, make a break. You know, like, at least. <laughs> oh, no. He...
2: Oh, no. He's my best friend.
1: <laughs> I must watch him die.
2: <laughs>
3: Brendan, is it is it safe to say that you just wish there was a uh, version of this movie where Tommy plays every character in the movie? Yes. Okay. I
2: wish he would have directed it and
3: starring as Ben Kingsley's hair, Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> 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 if he directed it,
1: there would definitely be more to laugh at. <laughs>
2: I, I, I think <laughs> special effects would be better. <laughs> 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 so we
3: they finally do track down. Um, uh, the business guys, and they find out that it wasn't Eccles that stepped off the path; it was the other guy.
2: Yeah, the not nervous guy. Yeah,
3: Hilton. and who has absolutely lost his senses entirely. Yeah.
2: Uh, well, he shoots a random old guy.
3: <laughs> yes, he's just, and mm-hmm. he,
2: he's trying to kill them,
3: <laughs> and he's just wasting bullets as he does it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then we yeah, find out. Shooting-
2: he's shooting up into the air like i don't know what he's trying to do
3: <laughs> so when he finally you know he offs himself cuz he's going insane and um
1: they, they say he's been infected which was weird because they didn't establish that there was some sort of virus well, out
3: there well i think there. it was from the uh the plants uh okay that's a plus. i think that's a plus, because the place was overrun by by the plant thorns or whatever but they get they do hmm. but they do get his suit from when they went on the the time safari, and we find yeah. out that this, indeed, was a literal butter, butterfly effect.
2: Did you think it was weird that they were able to find both guys' gym bags so easily? Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Like, they haven't done any a load of wash, or they haven't, like, yes. cleaned anything, or... <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just sitting there in the closet. Everything else is covered by, like, plants, and there's, like... Killer baboonosaurs on the loose, and it's just like, oh, there's my gym bag. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Don't like the, the badadactyls?
2: <laughs> oh, well, that's about to happen. Uh, we get. A, I, I do want to talk about the scientists uh, hot wiring the car.
3: How do you think I got How do you think he got through medical school?
2: By hot wiring cars. Apparently, he was a car thief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, it basically, it basically is like a slasher movie at this point. Yes, the, the members of the gang are just getting killed off one by one. I think at this point we're down to like Edward Burns, Jenny, and uh, Sonia. Mm-hmm. And this is where and this is the the bats the bat scene.
3: Now this is again it 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 posits the idea that uh, mammals crossbred with reptiles. I mm-hmm. wish, I really wished. That instead of bats, they had been ducks, because then they could have called them pterodactyls. Oh.
0: Okay. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Just giant
3: bat. I mean, t- giant lizard ducks attacking people.
1: <laughs>
3: Delightful.
2: Well, there was just an animated movie called Early Man with a giant killer duck, and it was great. <laughs> So yes, I'm all I'm all for killing bats. Oh, add
1: that to my list.
2: Okay. <laughs> What's that? Add oh, that to your list. Yeah, early man.
1: <laughs> yeah, early man. Okay, is that going to my li-
2: on my list? Go. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, these they, yeah. <laughs> these bats are freaking huge. They're bigger than car the car I think.
3: Mm. They're uh, the size of a gauss.
1: Wait, I'm confused. Were they actually different animals? I thought they were the um the 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 gorilla T-Rexes, the Gorillosaurs, but that's the way they slept at night. That's
3: yes, that. Yeah, the baboonas, the, the ones they encounter at the lab. Yeah, those are the baboonosaurs yeah. for some reason. They're sleeping upside down like bats.
2: Right, okay, yes. <laughs> so wait, they were the same, too, yeah. the bats were the same
3: things? No, okay, so they're besieged by pterodactyl-sized bats, or gauss, if you will. And when they get back to the lab... The guy, uh, Clay, he's hiding, he's like, shh, you'll wake them, and he points up, and you expect to see uh, the gauss bats, but they're not, it's the baboonosaurs, and at this point I put down a note, oh, they're not baboonosaurs, they're batboons. Batboons. That's right. And yeah, it is, Wait, it's It's the baboonosaurs know? sleeping upside down. This movie.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yep. this movie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Also, when they find out that the guy stepped on a butterfly, would he not have washed that off his shoe? Yeah, totally, that's what I, yeah. Well, the thing is like that the perfect, boot, clean step.
3: <laughs> the boot that he was wearing, though, was the one that they would have outfitted them with for to go on the, the time safari, and then when they got back, everybody got changed, and uh, they take their stuff and put it in a parcel for them so that they could have it as a memento of their, their time safari. <laughs> I suppose. No, that's you what you they would do.
1: They would the suit. What was that? You would think they would do a standard inspection of the suit after the trip. That would be a little Q- QA. Yes. But no, they don't do that either.
2: No, they don't do any. They don't do any of that stuff. <laughs> they're they're the most reckless time travelers in any
3: movie. I I'm not disagreeing.
2: And this is a company that specializes in time travel. In fact, you could argue that's the only thing they do. Hmm. Uh, so, uh, once once they get it, so they get back to uh, they get back to Time Safari the yep. building, and like you said, the baboonosaurs are bat, bat boons. Yep. Um, my question is, when he sees when he shines the flashlight up and sees them, I think maybe stop shining the flashlight around them so that's much. That's an excellent <laughs> plan. I was like Edward going to get everyone killed. Yeah, he just shines all over the place like recklessly. <laughs> it's <a> prehistoric rave. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, so what happens here? So when they're also when they're driving away from the bats, we get another time wave.
3: Yes, and this is where they they find out that they this is where they have to go to her research facility or the university uh, to use to get an equipment because. <laughs> Uh, tammy's not working or whatever uh and they have to get away in like the is it the subway system and my favorite though <laughs>
2: is they they have to go to the university because it has a particle accelerator yes <laughs>
3: oh my god um and they're besieged by the shrieking eels
1: the eels those are really bad
3: <laughs> yeah
1: c g i there was just really bad, and they Ed Burns love- gets wrapped up in the eel. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny and thing floating. is,
3: they did the shrieking eels in the Princess Bride, and they well looked really good because they were practical
1: puppets. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I think Jenny's eaten at this point as well. But somehow uh, the
1: eel—I don't—the eel, don't, eel dies before it eats Ed Burns. It, it wraps itself around Ed Burns, and then. Something happens to the eel, and it releases Ed Burns. Then he floats, and the Catherine Hardwick, Hardwick grabs him and pulls him above water, gives him mouth-to-mouth mouth in a weird way that like would never actually work.
2: She, for like, <laughs> she literally just blows in his mouth, and he's alive.
1: Yeah, she does. He's just <laughs> floating, and she's floating. They're both upright. Like, yeah. I don't know.
2: She just goes... <laughs> She, she just goes, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm good to go. Let's get going. Yeah. Um, the eel dies because, like, it, the the only reason the eel dies because rubble falls on it. Like, Edward Birds is a lucky guy. He doesn't, it's not anything he did. <laughs>
3: yeah, he's just he shaved through the sheer flukery.
2: Yeah. They finally make their way over to the university. And they, they're, she's she's setting up this, uh, a sciencey science science to take him back in time to do that jump and whatever whatever the hell this movie wants to pretend it is, <laughs> and all, all at the same time the the babudosaurs or Bat-boons are trying to get through the doors. Mm-hmm. However, he's sent back in the nick of time, but just as another time wave goes by and Sonia is transformed into whatever the hell that is. I have
3: catfish person. That's what I put. Yeah but i didn't
1: get a good That's right didn't get a good look
3: at it because i face palmed so hard that
2: i couldn't see for a minute <laughs> well, what do we think of the catfish special effect was pretty good right uh, yeah <laughs> i mean in terms of this movie it might have been the best special effect. In
1: the movie. i'm just saying i got the feeling that they sent the 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 rough footage out and sent it to the editor and to the post team. They just said, do whatever you want with it or something. And then never gave notes and never, like, looked at it again. I
3: think, that, I think it was probably something similar to that, except the person who handled the post was like, I'm a real big fan of SpongeBob SquarePants. Maybe I'll make this person look like one of the dwellers of Bikini Bottom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> would a it be great if, like, she turned into SpongeBob? <laughs> so... Edward Burns goes back in time. Just in time. Just in time. uh, To see the group, which, again, like we said, should happen every time you go back to that time. Yep, There should be more and more people. (laughs) It makes no sense.
3: He stops the guy from from stepping on the butterfly.
2: Yep, And he also warns Jenny, because everyone's alive again, by the way, because we've gone back in time. He warns Jenny uh, to not let uh Ben Kingsley keep the biofilter off to uh for, for safety reasons obviously. Mm-hmm. So they everything goes off without a hitch. You go back to the to the present. Uh and it's pretty much wrapped up at this point. It's Ben King uh she uh Ed Burns gets the recording of the event. Jenny tells him about the biofilter thing. Ed Burns gives it to Sonia.
3: You know, there's actually a thing here. When when he comes in, and this is supposed to be present time Ed Burns,
1: mm-hmm. he goes
3: into her place, and she says, oh, uh, go sit over by the hydrangeas or whatever it was. And he says, oh, the, you mean the white ones, the flowers. He wasn't there for that joke that they told towards the beginning of the movie where she clarifies where the hydrangeas were. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, offers him a <laughs> cup of coffee and you know what, she's British, she should have asked if he wanted a cup of tea.
2: <laughs> right? Embrace the stereotype. Yes. Um, no, I have wish. a question though, cause, like, remember when they said remember, Robin, you said this earlier when um, they changed time people in the present wouldn't know that things are changing they would just accept it as the new time period, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Then yeah. why is it suddenly we are not We don't know, like... uh, You you know what, never mind. (laughs) No, here's the thing.
3: The last thing they do with this time travel bit of business is exactly how it would work. They break their
2: own stupid rules. Right, everything would
3: change instantly, and everybody would be living in that reality. There would be no time ripples or time waves or whatever you want to call it.
1: (sighs) Yeah. They... They come up with that just as a way to. It's a premise of the the, the whole movie because they wouldn't have a movie like, you know, because none of them, none of the people would remember the difference, mm-hmm. and it, there would be no movie. I don't know. <laughs> I and just... No, and
3: they even say that. They even say you have to figure out a way to warn them because if you don't, and we undo this, no one will remember.
2: Yeah, and I'm like, where was that rule the rest of the movie?
1: right and what uh,
2: i'm saying is this movie has flaws
3: <laughs> we do get a parting shot of the cg city because they paid for that cg and gosh darn it
2: they're gonna use it oh <laughs> yeah ed burns and Sonia, I'm, I'm guessing are gonna become an item which again that weird relationship between him and Jenny, I don't understand it. I thought at first there were going to be something, and then I thought it was her surrogate dad, and then I don't know what's going on.
1: I think it's just Ed Burns is so hot that every woman eyes him up and down. I mean, I don't know. I think that sort of seems like the director's choice. It's like, you know, you're going to look at him longingly.
3: As I said, um, the unbridled, Ed, smoldering sexiness that is Ed Burns.
1: Exactly. Well, it's kind of like the...
2: Um, like, it's it's not far off from Tommy Tommy Wiseau in the room. Makes himself out to be someone that's uh, lusted after by everyone, right?
3: Well, he's calling to talk
2: Everybody. to us about it. Yeah. Oh, no. Hey, how's that's it going? Tommy. Oh, oh hey, Tommy. Ringing. Is that you?
0: He's yeah. pissed. No, okay, he's
2: not but
3: no, Tommy, we're, we're saying that you are smoldering and desired by... No, we didn't make... No, look, we weren't saying that. You make it... No, we're not saying that you're blowing up your own... Tommy, t- calm down, Tommy. Tommy, Tommy, the, the, just calm tell, down. Tell him, no, I know you Robin, didn't hit her. Tell him Robin's here. Robin's here. She says hi. And I'm she here. also says to say hi to Mark. Okay. Tell
1: him I said hi. You, your butt looked great in the movie. I'm sorry, we've See, made fun of it
3: before. She said your butt looked fantastic. <laughs> she just said it, so it, it counts. Look, Look, okay, all right, Tommy, look... Again, we're going to get back to this, all right? All right. You're 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 fantastic and amazing, buddy. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay. I'm
2: Whew. surprised you got your number. Man, I'm telling you, ever yeah. since we're blowing up, man, worldwide, worldwide, bud. <laughs> Robin, did you give Tommy our number?
1: Yes, busted. Damn. I give everyone. I give every, Tommy, everyone's number to Tommy. Because <laughs> I want them to experience what I'm experiencing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Tommy oh. yeah, doesn't call me anymore. <laughs>
2: uh well this was uh that was the sound of thunder. Or a sound of
3: blunder, book ending
2: Ba-dum. it. <laughs> uh so uh, usually at this point we're gonna say we'll be right back. What Were They Thinking is brought to you today by GameItAll.com Whether it's video game news, the latest in music, or movie reviews GameItAll.com is your one-stop shop for all nerdy talk (sighs) I have a question What's that little hoaxer? Hulk Hogan? That's right, brother I mean, someone who sounds like Hulk Hogan But uh, copyright-wise is not technically Hulk Hogan That's right Um, sure, why not don't internet search me. <laughs> okay, my mom doesn't let me use Google anymore anyway. That's probably for the best, little hoaxer. Wait a second, maybe you can help me. I'll do what I can. Where I'm looking for all the wrestling news, rumors, and all the results, and I can't find them anywhere. Well, let me tell you something, little hoaxer.
3: If you need your fix for internet wrestling rumors and results and all the inside information, you're going to need to go to WrestlingNewsWorld.com. If you're not there, you're not anywhere, brother.
2: Wow, thanks, kind of Hulk Hogan. Sure thing, little
3: hoaxer. Remember, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, and go to school and all that other stuff, because I'm not really
2: Hulk Hogan, so I don't know what he'd want to say. WrestlingNewsWorld.com. Hey, we're back! (laughs) hey. Uh, so, Robin, I know this is the first, well, this is the second time you've been on a show, but this is the first time you've been on a, uh, a main, a regular episode, I guess.
3: Unpacked a movie. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, movie unpacking. So, at this point, um, this is where Nathan and I kind of get poetic. Yes, it's
3: the, uh, it's the, okay. it's the, um, the cultured portion of our show.
2: Yeah. We're going to slap it's on time. our
3: best NPR voices. <laughs>
2: it's uh time to describe this film in 17 syllables it's time for a low
3: haiku yes a low haiku uh this this week brought to you Ah. by crown dodge and jeep the lowest prices on jeeps and dodges that you'll see in your city um uh, are you are you prepared with your your low haiku uh brendan Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. um uh, by all by all means um you may go first
2: Okay. <clears throat> I have five dollars making a time travel flick. Oh hi, Ben Kingsley. Thank you. That was that was for you, Robin. <laughs> that
1: was that was what?
2: That was friend? for you the oh hi Ben Kingsley.
1: <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> I like to ref I like crossover references. <laughs>
3: Uh, That's pretty impressive. <laughs> my 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 low haiku is uh, uh, uh it's it's a little broader uh but okay. I think it'll uh it, it really fits the fits the feel of it. Time travel most foul Ray Bradbury spins in grave wasn't even dead.
1: <laughs> That's good.
2: Yeah. Oh, hoof over these uh... Got to have a character here. Oh, oh, uh, stuffy uh, shirt off. Yeah. Oh, gosh. (laughs) So, another thing, uh, so, I guess, you know what, I'm going to do this before we get to this point. Um, Recommendations. Nathan.
3: Well, yeah.
2: Nathan, would you recommend this one for people to watch as a bad slash questionable movie?
3: If you want to have a mystery science theater-esque night with your friends, yes. Okay. It's really, I would say, only enjoyable if, If you've got a group of folk riffing together on the movie, I watched it with my wife. We had fun making fun of it to watch it alone. No, no, not even like, you know, Oh, I need something on in the background. No, just, there's always something better on (laughs) except for muck.
2: Oh God. (laughs) Uh, Robin, would you recommend this one as a bad slash iffy movie?
1: I would because it's watchable. Like I liked, I liked the sci-fi elements of it. It was really bad, but it was watchable and entertaining the entire time. Um, some bad movies are just you, you know so dull that you can't watch them. But this was really entertaining. My husband in the background kept saying, "This is really bad." Yeah, this is this is really bad. I'm like, "Yeah, but it's 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 good too." I'm I'm watching it, and I, it's not that bad. <laughs> I don't know. I. I grew up watching a lot of 90s like bad movies that were just on cable. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess I sat home a lot (laughs) in high school, and that's what was on. And so I kind of got accustomed to watching movies like this (laughs) and um, being entertained. So I would say if if you like bad movies, then this is a good one to watch. It's definitely entertaining.
2: Would you say that Edward Burns is the symbol of love?
1: (laughs) He is... He's so dreamy. I, I felt bad for Edwards. I, I looked him up on IMDb after this. I'm like, what is he doing now? I hope this movie didn't ruin his career. You know? Because he has been in some good movies before that. Um, I haven't. He's been in a few things, you know, but nothing really big.
2: I mean, he was in, like, Saving Private Ryan, but he was not, like, anything close to, like, top build or anything.
1: That's right.
2: Oh, he was in 15 Minutes with Robert De Niro. There we go.
3: And that, um... Um Tyler Perry Alex
2: Cross movie. Oh, there there's that one too, yeah. <laughs> oh, he was in just... sound of thunder, guys.
1: <laughs> oh, he, he was.
2: And okay. I got the year wrong apparently. It's two thousand five, not two thousand three, my bad. I apologize to all
1: the sound of he thunder. Was, fans know, he... out there. <laughs> oh, that's right. They're gonna be offended. He was in the bro- <laughs> well, he created the brothers McMullen. I'm not sure if you remember that indie movie, but that was like a Sundance Darling. And he was kind of a Sundance indie darling for a while, okay. And I always like hearing those people because I'm like, I know they, they. He made a movie, wrote, directed it, made it, and it went to Sundance. And he was kind of came out of nowhere to do it that, a, and like that's an how RKO, his career. So, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, well, I'm looking this up now too, and this one, the Brothers McMullen, actually has like uh, it got a lot of really good reviews too.
1: Yeah, that was a good movie, and. And, um,
2: this was not, I
1: think this one was not. Yeah. So yeah.
2: No. Okay. So you, I'm, I'm basically on board with that. Um, I watched it. I mean, I watched it and I didn't, I was never bored. I mean, I was, I constantly found something to, uh, to write down slash make fun of. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty enjoyable as, as terrible as it is, as it is as a like legitimate movie. Yeah, I had a good time with it. But, I mean, aside from our opinions, Nathan, uh, there's one thing our, our audience should note at this point. And it's what we always say. Don't take a word for yeah. it. One thing I want to note right away about this is when I looked up this movie on Rotten Tomatoes, You know how at the bottom it usually says, like, people who like this movie also like, and then it gives you, like, a bunch of different movies? Mm Mm-hmm. For this one it said, people who like this movie also like, and the only one underneath was a Sound of Thunder.
3: (laughs) So people who like this movie also like this movie?
2: (laughs) So people who like this movie just like
3: this movie? (laughs) Well, it's got got a 6% critic rating and an 18% audience score.
2: Yeah, so three times what the critics thought. <laughs> I technically guess. 6%. So that's... I wonder how many positive reviews that is. Like, five?
3: Uh, there's there's 99 critic reviews. So, oh, so
2: it's about yeah. five or six. Wow. Um, so I guess this first one here is from uh, Tasha Robinson of the AV Club. And she says, at the risk of making an overly broad and limiting generalization, it's generally wise to make sure an action movie's plot has actually kicked into gear by the time the first hour has elapsed.
3: Okay. Uh, Jeffrey M. Anderson of Combustible Celluloid says, "A, a catastrophe of bad acting, ludicrous science and conspicuously cheap special effects that can't even follow its own internal logic from one scene to the next.
1: Okay, so this is from Luke Goodsell at Empire Magazine Australasia. Okay, that's interesting. This film's temporal ineptitude would give Doc Brown a seizure, suggesting that an evolutionary mishap alters some creatures but conveniently leaves our bland heroes and Ben Kingsley's silly wig completely unchanged,
3: <laughs> yeah, and I did like how they explained that in the uh in the movie they were like oh it's it they're time waves, and only the uh, the the most evolved will be affect but affected by the last wave it's like garbage garbage, garbage <laughs>
2: uh this one says uh this is from f x Feeney from l a weekly The barometer of the film's undoing is Burns' super low-key performance, which starts out as a poker-faced spoof on heroic cool, but takes a misstep more fatal than mere time travel can undo. (laughs) That's a harsh, harsh critique of Edward Burns. Jesus.
3: I managed to find a good one. Oh! Yeah, this is from the Reno Gazette-Journal. That rag. Forrest Hartman says... There's plenty of room to poke holes in the premise, but folks willing to suspend disbelief can still have a good time. There you go. <laughs> no, forest, no.
1: Here's one from Mike S. He's a super reviewer. A... <laughs> I love these. A... It says, hilariously bad. As some of the worst CGI effects I've ever seen, and some animations are even repeated, as if no one would notice. Oh, that's familiar—the room's love scenes. Okay, <laughs> the people behind this movie obviously ran out of money. It's still watchable in a way, though, as you have a good time mocking and laughing at it's all its silliness. Do yourself a favor and watch the Butterfly Effect instead, which is based on the same concept but is far more far more superior in every single aspect.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Um, this is, uh, this is, uh, this review is, this is another audience review as well. Uh, one of the few time machine movies that makes, that makes scientific sense. No, except for the ripples of time sequence. That's from Neil deGrasse Tyson. (laughs) I'm just joking. It's from Ralph H. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I got, I,
3: I did find another positive one. Uh, from Rex Roberts, uh, Film Journal International. So, I mean, this is like, this would be what, uh, two out of the six that are positive. Uh, Ed yeah. Burns, Catherine McCormick, and Ben Kingsley aren't aiming for Oscars or even accolades with their performances. But their choices make this over-budgeted B-movie fun to watch.
2: There you go. Yeah. So he liked it. Positive. Yeah. Positive review. This is uh, the other audience review I wrote down just because it's really strange. Uh, From Sugar Falls, (laughs) person's name. (laughs) Everyone else has like a first name, last initial, except for like this person. Uh, Sugar Falls says, it's a poor man's Jurassic Park. Uh, Edward Burns tends to spread a malaise wherever wherever he goes in movies. He's not artsy. It's not uh, just boring. There's no intensity, no intimacy, no sex, no sense of global significance. Love the writer and his story. Disappointed by the movie. I think the way you wrote it, though, it made it sound like there's no global, sig- no sense of global significance with Edward Burns. <laughs> like, What? <laughs> I,
1: I I feel like I feel bad for Edward Burns because I, I I guess because I'm coming as an actor in a bad movie, The Room. Oh yeah. And I and people pan the actors in The Room um and uh, yes there there's a bad acting in in the room no doubt but you also have a horrible script and a horrible execution so i don't know i i i feel bad for ed burns i don't think he's the main problem
2: no for sure (laughs) no he gets a lot like i mean he we 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 tease like edward burns not the not the uh, bastion of charisma but i mean he's hardly the 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 biggest issue with this movie
1: (laughs) right Here's Kevin Carr from Seven M Pictures. He just says it's too bad they couldn't travel back in time and stop this movie from being made.
2: <laughs> we'll see if they did though. We'd only we we'd only know about it in ripples. Yeah.
1: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this conversation we'd have a oh, time ripple, you know, cutting through this conversation, and then we'd, <laughs> we'd end it as
2: catfish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this is where we get the plugs in, so uh Robin once again uh tell us where now this is uh this is may okay hold on now <laughs> brandon and calendars Thursday is the seventeenth yes <laughs> yeah, so this is may seventeenth this is airing on uh so where can they find everything they need to find
1: yes it, um, I'm going to be launching on Kickstarter. And it's probably not going to be by May seventeenth when this airs, uh, but it'll probably be within a week from that. So go to Kickstarter, search Robin Paris, R O B Y N P A R I S, find me on there, follow me, and then when I do launch, you'll be notified. So if you want to be a part of the, of you know helping us make the rest of our series, and if you want some really cool you know uh, rewards like a signed poster and a DVD and um, a T shirt and stuff like that or a trip to visit the set or a role in the movie or to be an extra in, not in the movie the, the series um we're offering that through kickstarter too so you know visit us there i'll also be posting it on facebook so if you follow our site on facebook twitter i don't know i'm everywhere <laughs> instagram our website is the so you can go there and um yeah I'm also on Patreon, so if you want to become a Patreon supporter, just search for me, Robin Paris, or The Room Actors, where are they now? And I post kind of behind-the-scenes blogs um, every week or two um, about kind of my journey and then the process of making these new episodes and all kinds of things. Um, so if you're interested in kind of seeing behind-the-scenes, you'll you'll get it there on Patreon.
2: Very good. Nathan?
3: Yes, well, I've got my friend here. Hello, Brendan, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Yes, okay. Uh, Nathan's let me in the room. Uh, he's giving me the microphone. Uh, Mrs. Paris, it's, it is a delight uh, to be in, in uh, at least in the audio presence of yourself. Uh, but I am Montrose Bunkington <laughs> III. It is Esquire, and I'm pleased to meet you.
1: Very nice to meet you, sir. Mm.
3: Yes, um, I am a delightful British monkey puppet. Uh, and if you are so inclined, you can uh, check out my YouTube channel, Montrose Monkington the Third, uh, sorry, Montrose Monkington TV. I'm all flustered being in the in the presence of such celebrity. Um, Montrose <laughs> Monkington TV, I'm on YouTube. Uh, and you can also uh, follow me on Facebook, uh, Montrose Monkington the Third Esquire and Friends. Uh, and on Twitter, at, at Montrose the Third, that's the number three RD. And, uh, if you follow me, uh, on there or check out my YouTube, uh, you will see, uh, every time I'm, I'm covering, uh, uh the, the light for professional wrestling, uh, and, and just the, you know, the, 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 the things that go into being a, a, British monkey puppet, uh, living in the wilds of Canada. Uh, thank you. More later.
2: And, as a last, as a final note, uh, you can also find our podcast on Twitter at WWTT Podcast, also on Instagram on the same, same account, Find us on all the uh, Podcatcher networks, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. And, you know, we can, you can also find us on Facebook. Search What Were They Thinking? We also have a Facebook group, What Were They Thinking? Interactive, where you can, you know, yell at us, tell us about how much you thought A Sound of Thunder was flawless, uh, time travel science, you know, whatever you want to do. Great. <laughs> um, I want to thank uh you Robin, especially thank you so much for coming to for doing this
1: thanks for having me. It was really fun
2: and I'm really glad that I gave you a movie that you you had had a easy time sitting through
1: Yes, yeah, thank you I've never ripped apart a movie uh on a podcast before, except the room of course, which <laughs> I do on regularly but' <laughs> that's just, that's this just really in life. fun. Right, that's every day.
2: <laughs> going to the supermarket, is that going to be it? Yeah, oh my god, the room sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: I'm in
2: it. <laughs> uh, Robin, it's yeah. not your fault. It's not your fault.
1: Thank you, I appreciate that.
2: <laughs> but <my> yeah, <laughs> you, hey, everyone in that movie, everyone in the movie was <laughs> trying real hard, you could tell. Uh, there's only so yeah. much... It's only tried. so much you can do with a guy like that behind the ca- behind the camera. Just just saying, <laughs> and in front of it. <laughs> and
1: there is you know, as Fiona says, there is no no try, only do. And we did not. We tried to do a good job, but we did not do it. <laughs> and it's okay.
2: Hey, you got you know the the room actors. Where are they now? Great series, by the way. I'm all I'm all caught up. Waiting for the next few episodes. So.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. We had a great time. It's so fun. working with all the room actors.
2: Thanks for <laughs> watching got, it. Yeah. No. And you got Mindy, Mindy Sterling is even on one of the episodes too.
1: Yeah. I love, love her. She's great. And, um, I, you know, I said, I'm creating a new show called the trolls and she, I want to put her in it too. Excellent. As a nun who trolls
2: people.
1: <laughs> <Nice>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Brendan, she
3: should have you on as mother superior here then. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you think sure. this movie is bad and just wait till you see the next one we haven't heard from her in a while <laughs> we haven't she's on she's on uh sabbatical yeah she's doing some missionary work overseas <laughs> beating um, small children yeah pretty much so this movie this movie brendan I have a couple questions.
3: Do you? Well, I, please expound. I've got my internet-ready phone all set up and my Google ready to go, so you fire away with those questions, and I'll help you out as much as I can.
2: All right. Well, I mean, in a movie mm-hmm. where... <laughs> I don't want to rag on him again. In a movie where Edward Burns, you know, he's trying real hard, but mm-hmm. there's just no there's no emotions coming out of that man. Right. In, in a movie with uh, Bad Buna-saurus, Bad Boonisaurus
3: bonus gotcha
2: yep and in a movie where um the time travel science is uh shaky at best mm mm-hmm. and in a movie where the basically the voice of Siri is helping our scientists and is also a scientist
3: Tammy and the T-Rex okay and in a
2: movie where Ben Kingsley has that wonderful head of hair. Mm-hmm. I just gotta know. What's that? What were they thinking?
0: <laughs> it's, it's time. Let's check our cue, baby. Pair it with a couple bruises, baby. We love good movies. We love the bad ones, too. So we watch them all and pass their ooh, lessons on to you. Ooh, oh yeah. Span up and up and up and ounce. Everything I learned from movies. Helps to make life a little bit groovy. With the one last black holes I could do a smooth It's time to get busy with your friend Steven. At EILFM.podbean.com. Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the home video hustle podcast, homie. Hustle hustle. Every Friday we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie out, and guess what? Hey, everyone, it's Chris
2: and Mike from The Recasting Couch, the podcast where we take our favorite movies and discuss what they
0: would be like with new actors in all the lead roles. Hey, Mike, tell them where they can find us on social media. You can find our website at therecastingcouch.com or on Twitter at
3: RecastingPod. And of course, you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Android, or anywhere else you find your favorite podcasts.
0: Yeah, if there's a service that's not posting our pod, you let us know and we will rectify that immediately. Damn right. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. So, I was out with this girl the other night and she said that she hated Star Wars. Can you believe that?
1: I could top that. My latest date told me he didn't like black and white movies. What? Do you have a movie deal breaker? Is there a film you love so much that if your significant other didn't like it, it would be Splitsville?
0: Well, we're dating hosts, Greg and Lauren, and an our podcast, Movie Date Night, we introduce each other to our favorite movies and see if our relationship can survive. And if our partners appreciate the movies as much as we do.
1: Find us wherever podcasts are available and follow us at Movie Date Night on Facebook or Twitter to talk movies with us.